Hey, welcome back, everybody. Come on in and join us if you would. We're glad you made it by for another episode. But man, it is hot, hot, hot outside. My goodness. Man, I don't know what's going on with these last couple of days. It's been well over 100 degrees, and here we are, man, sweating like crazy. But we do have AC here in the Musician's Cafe, so we hope you'll come on in and hang out with us for another action-packed episode. My name's Brian Dick. You may have noticed something a little bit different this episode. Um, I don't have a co-host to throw it out to you, so we got to make sure that uh, we bring you up to speed on that. Chris Gray, of course, has always been with me, and uh, without him to get this show off of the ground, we would have never had a show but he's a busy guy. He's got a lot going on. He's got a newborn, as everybody knows. Uh, he's uh, in charge of his uh, praise and worship band over at his church. And so he's got lots of stuff going on. And we got to make sure that we give him time to do the things that he has priorities for. And so uh, he needed to take a time to step away from the show a little bit. And so we're going to let him do that. And uh, But he's not going far, folks. Trust me, without him, we couldn't make it uh, happen anyway. He's still going to be on the production side helping me with this. So uh, until, uh, you know, we get somebody back in the air chair, we're going to have some fun with it. Maybe have some guest hosts, that kind of thing. Have them come by. And I'll bet you Chris can come by once in a while and join us for a show, too. So uh, we appreciate Chris all he did, and we wish him Godspeed. And uh, in the meantime, we'll do the best we can with me. So once again, thanks for being here. One of the cool things about it, we've had a few uh, problems with our recording this evening, but we got through them all right. But one of the cool things about it is we always have great guests on the show. And, man, none other than... We're straight from Keatesville, Maryland. We've got Ryan Franco with us. Ryan, we're going to do it all over again, pal. How are you feeling? Great. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. We got started a minute ago and realized that there was something glitchy going on, so we just backed up and tried it again. But, man, Ryan, we're glad you're here. You brought along your dad, Mike. He's with us. Mike, how are you feeling, man? I'm doing good. How about good. yourself? Oh, man. You know, uh, growing pains without Chris, as they say. So, uh, anyway, we, uh, we figured out the problem, got it squared away, and we're back on track. And we're going to get to find out everything about Ryan here in just a minute. But in the meantime, I do got to run through my menu and let everybody know what's going on in the neighborhood. Um, and we're going to do that real quick as we can. We're starting with the mountain like we always do uh, at the Tally Ho Theater in Leesburg. It's uh, on Thursday night, I should say. We got David and uh, Chris over there, good, good friends of the show. But on Thursday night, they got Albert Bouchard, Imaginos, and... Albert Bouchard, as uh, we talked about earlier in the show, uh, before we started the show, I should say, uh, is the drummer for Blue Oyster Cult. And so they had a concept album years ago. It was their last studio album that they did. And then Albert Bouchard has kind of moved on with it and brought it to its third generation of a concept album. And so he's going to be out at Tally Ho Theater and doing his thing there on Thursday night. Friday night is Super Unknown, a Chris Cornell tribute band. And that is a uh, obviously a band that's going to be doing some Soundgarden, but also other things that Chris Cornell did. And then on Saturday night, it's going to be a comedy night. So lots of fun out at Chally Hope. Hollywood Casino, man. What a lineup they've got. On Friday night, they've got Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. And then on Saturday, they got George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Now, Ryan, you and I talked earlier. You know a little bit about Joan Jett, right? Yeah. Very cool music. How about George Thorogood? Do you know any George Thorogood? A little bit. Mike, I know you know George Thorogood. One bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a big hit for him for sure. One of the ones I like better than than you know, I like I'll drink alone of all his songs. I think it's my favorite. Um, Bear Chase Brewery Band got a great weekend on the eighth. Friday night is Nate Clendenin. On Saturday is Sidetrack. They're gonna be the early act, and then Ken Winslow comes up and finishes out the evening. And then on uh, Sunday they have Nathaniel Davis. And so that's gonna be a great weekend at Bear Chase Brewery. 
Box Office Brewery on a Saturday, pardon me, on Friday night is For the Love of Linda. And we got to give a shout out to them. For the Love of Linda is a tribute band to Linda Ronstadt and Cindy Abramo and Adri- her daughter, Adrian Ivy, I should say, and other people in the band too. But Cindy, a big, a big fan of the, the show and of course of Mojo Mothership. Uh, and Adrian, we're trying to reach out to you, man, to get you on the show. So if you have any spare time, we'd love to have you on as a guest. Uh, but they're going to be at box office on Friday night. And then on Saturday is uh, going to be Chad C. and the Timber Ridge Band, uh, another regular there at Box Office Brewery. So great, great music down there. Troubadour Lounge and Park in Berkeley Springs, Maryland. Uh, Friday, pardon me, Saturday night is Tony's birthday. Happy birthday, Tony. Uh, but anyway, he's going to have Charlie Collins out there. And Charlie's a great uh, musician and also a friend of the show, being on with us back some time ago. Charlie, extremely talented. So make your way out on a Saturday night to Troubadour. It's going to be underneath the stars again. So a great place to go out and see a show out there. The Monument, this Saturday night, none other than my kid brother in town. Great band that's been around for a while. No closer than the Monument they're ever going to get. So make sure you go downtown and check them on Saturday night too. Piccadilly Public House on Friday night has Blackjack Duo. Mel and Jimmy Matt, good friends of the band. We miss you guys. We're going to see you soon, I hope. And then on Saturday is Night Routine. And that's the one I'm not familiar with yet. But we're going to find out a little bit more about them and maybe try to get them on as a guest too. Paladin on Friday night has Mark Clay. And then on Saturday is a River's Edge, another uh, guest of the show and friends of the show. So, man, go see Paladin this weekend. Lots of fun. P2 in Clearbrook. Friday night has Brian Nichols. And on Saturday, Grace and Moon. Uh, Bright Box Theater. Mike, you and I talked about this a while ago. On Thursday night, they have the Amish Outlaws, man. The Amish Outlaws are just a big hit around here. And you've seen them, I know. You oh, said, they're great yeah, live. Yeah. So much Full fun. of energy. Yeah, man. You got to go do that. West Oaks Farm Market only have their Friday night lineup, but they have the Chris Darlington band as a headliner. And then none other than Grayscale, otherwise known as Chris Gray, uh, is going to be opening up for the Chris Darlington band on Friday night at West Oaks. So make sure you go out and give him a high five. You wouldn't mind a, a beer if you want to buy one for him, too. Uh, he'll do Yingling or Bushlight or just about anything like that. We work out good for him. Uh, Backseat Event Center. Got to give a shout out to them. On the 15th, they've got the Kentucky Hen Hunters. And the opening act is called In the Red. Um, so lots going on around town at the, all the venues. Got a couple of things we need to get to real quick. Um, got, got to give a shout out right now. I mean, everybody, if you haven't heard this yet, you're, you know, I don't know where you're coming from. But uh, on Friday night in the Grand Ole Opry, none other than Jake Cohn. And I know, Ryan, you had mentioned you're, you know Jake. I know, Mike, you do too. I mean, that, that's a dream of yours, as you'd mentioned. Yeah, mm-hmm. to, to do something like it. Wonder what it's like to. Uh, yeah, have you thought about what it must be like to go down there and play? I know you've been there, right? Yeah. And you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. We did a tour and we actually saw the show. It was great. Right. Right. Wow. We had a guy on. Actually, we need to talk about it too. We had a guy that used to run sound at the Grand Ole Opry for like twelve years. It was on the show, Tim Ferriss. Uh, so yeah, man, we've got ties to the Grand Ole Opry from the show here for sure. Nice. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But anyway, Jake, man, we give you a high five, and everybody, I know you can figure out a way to listen to him. See the show online, maybe. Uh, but, you know, it's right here from Winchester area. I mean, we got to be so proud of what he's doing right now. Mission Road Band, Polly Coconuts, man, you've always been a great friend of the, of the show. I'm going to use your trivia question coming up soon, too. Um, but uh, they're playing on Friday night at the Barnes of Harper's Ferry. That's a benefit for veterans. Uh, so that's going to be Mission Road playing there. And then on the 16th, they're at the Crossroads Music Festival, and that's a D.C. showcase. So Mission Road, man, tearing it up, being busy. Uh, David Elliott, man, David reached out to me today. It's good to hear from you, David. I know you're doing well on Saturday night. You're going to be at the country Inn in Berkeley Springs. 
So we appreciate you letting us know about that. That's the place that's got trees growing out of the restaurant, Mike. Man, it's crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen that or not, but it's pretty cool. I tell you, I've never ate there, but I've been in there to see the trees. It's kind of weird. Uh, But anyway, David Elliott, man, on Saturday night. And then just a couple of things to get to before we get to Ryan. Uh, We kind of went through this one time earlier. We were talking, but uh, I've got to give a shout out. We're a music show, and we lost Jimmy Buffett this past Friday. And I just got to make sure we reach out a little bit about him. I know, Ryan, you and I talked. You're aware of Jimmy Buffett and Jimmy Buffett music, right? Yes. And he's in... Do you play some of his music? Yeah, I do. Do you really? What songs do you play? Uh, I play Margaritaville. Yeah, that, everybody does that when they love it when you sing it yeah. too, right? <laughs> but I do know some of his other songs. Exactly. Too. Yeah, man. And, and Mike, I know you. You know, you grew up listening to Jimmy Buffett too. I'm sure. I grew up. I mean, I knew the song. I was like, I was a '90s grunge guy. Oh, me too. Know? Yeah. Okay. And just like, but then I think I think as you get older, you kind of appreciate more genres, right? Than you start with. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you know, uh, the thing about Jimmy is everybody knows his music. You know, the first song he ever hit, um, you know, the radios and play, airplay with was, you know, Why Don't We All Get Drunk? And that was way back in 1973. Uh, right after that, he released, you know, another album, Pirate Looks at 40, one of my favorites that he does. Margaritaville, his biggest hit, 1976, Ryan. I mean, that's a long time ago, right, bud? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a, yeah. 50 years ago almost, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, so it's been a while when his music that he made, who he was, you know, he was recording. Now the thing about it is uh, looking through his history, what surprised me so much is, you know, Jimmy was not only a great musician and wrote a lot of great songs and performed, but he also was quite the entrepreneur, man. He had lots of stuff going on. He had casinos, he had video games for crying out loud. I didn't even know he did video games, Ryan. Neither did I. Yeah, he, he just helped design them, did music for them. Uh, he had beers, Mike, Landshark beer. Have you ever drank oh, Landshark? Oh, great, yes. I mean, you know, he sold that to Anheuser-Busch and made some money on that. Uh, he owned baseball teams, minor league baseball teams, retirement communities, Mike. You told me you'd heard about that. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, lots of things that he was into that you probably wouldn't even know about. And uh, he wasn't afraid to take a chance. And he was really kind of a rare bird for that. Lots of charity. So lots of money raising, you know, for people that were affected by hurricanes and things like that down in the South Florida part. Uh, so he was quite a guy. And, uh, you know, the thing that you don't realize is I even found out that the the first award that he ever got, Ryan, when he was singing music was in 2003. Wow. It's like 30, <laughs> 30 years. years. 30 years after he was putting songs out, he got, and guess, you know, the song, Five O'Clock Somewhere. It was with, uh, you know... With Alan Jackson, and so you know they got an award for vocal event of the year from the CMAs. The first award he had gotten for his music, pretty hard to believe, huh? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you know it, it, he was just quite a guy. When you lose people like that, which we're losing them way too fast, um, you know you got to reckon, take a moment, recognize him. Also, need to recognize the passing of Steve Harwell from Smash Mouth. Uh, he was a singer, and he passed away this just a couple of days ago. Smash Mouth, Mike, you told me you had seen those those guys up when you were at Penn State, right? Oh, yeah. Saw those guys back in the day. Man. You know, so we're losing them way too fast, unfortunately. And it just makes me sad sometimes when I have to think about that. But uh, we're going to circle back around and go back to Jimmy Buffett real quick. Before we get going with Ryan, i got to make sure that we reach out to everybody about the trivia question of the show. And that trivia question is a Jimmy Buffett question. It is, what was the first song of Jimmy Buffett's to crack the Billboard Top 100? What was the first Jimmy Buffett song to crack the 100, pardon me, Billboard Top 100? Uh, and we'll give that answer at the end of the show, unless anybody's got a uh, 
got a shout out for the answer there. But Chris used to say, we'll give a shiny new nickel if you win it. But <laughs> but anyway, think about that until we get started. Now, Ryan, man, you've been patient with me, and I appreciate it. Let's talk about you for a while. What's it like to be Ryan Franco right now? What's happening with you? A lot's going. A lot has been going on recently. It's been really cool. I just started high school at Barbara Ingram School for the Arts in Hagerstown, which is a really great school. I've been going there for guitar, and it's just an amazing place. Right. I've also been getting a lot more gigs this year, which is really great because it allows me to expand, meet new people, go to new places, and it's just great. Right. And it, it's got to be a lot, though, right? I mean, when you're trying to go to school and you're booking gigs and you're playing out, is it a lot to juggle? How's that feel? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's rolling his eyes, everybody. He's like, he's making it it's too easy for him. For me, I would never be able to do it, but he's able to kind of pull it off. So My, my dad helps a lot. Yeah, Mike, you're kind of building a roadie you mentioned, right? Yeah, I do a little bit of all his all the booking for his gigs. Um, besides driving, you know, the road, I, this past Saturday, he had two shows, so... You know, load up, set up, sit back and watch, low back up, set, you know. Um, so I do get to go to some nice, you know, restaurants and breweries and stuff like that. I get the, some good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, running all his social media, which, you know, is, is just a, a nightmare sometimes of just so much time trying to get just because it's about publicity and trying to, you know, a lot of times because he is so young, some people are skeptical, but once they've heard him, then they're like, you know what? The kid can sing. Yes. So it's trying to get his, his message across. Well, we're glad that's happening. Now, Ryan, we're going to back up, man. You got to tell me about your beginnings. How did it all start? I know you were really young when this all started. Tell me about that a little bit. I've been doing guitar for a long time. It started when I was five. One of my parents' friends had got a guitar from a music store in town here, and I picked it out. And about a year later, when I was five, he decided to give it to me. And ever since then... Uh, I've expanded. I've gotten my own guitars now, and I've expanded my music to what it is now. Five years old. Holy cow, man! So, what was it about the the guitar? Was it was it something that you were encouraged to do by somebody else, or did you just look at it and it was an interesting instrument to you? What what sort of made that your go to? Kind of just decided to pick it up. It looked interesting. No one really in my family play at any instruments so and i didn't really know anyone who else who played guitar at the time so i gotcha i gotcha mike did you see that sort of the his interest immediately in it oh yeah so when he went over to my buddy bill's house and he knew that guitar was there and he would always want to go into that room just to see because he had picked it out um so he knew that it was there and he thought it was his and you know he taught him a couple what the different strings were and then we decided, you know what, we're, we'll try out music lessons. So he was at Shepherd University for classical. Oh, wow. For, for okay. About, for about five years doing that. And then we kind of transitioned over to more, uh, you know, strumming and chords and stuff like that. And he just, he wanted to, he started out going to open mics, um, you know, when he was like nine or so, 10 years old. Really? Um, and for a kid to come into an open mic, it's a little bit different. But then he started out playing Classical, and it's which is not very common. Um, <laughs> so right. then his uh, his guitar teacher taught him to play a Beatles tune. Okay, on the, right. and then we bought a book, um, you know, how to finger pick Beatles tunes, and it just he went through and just learned a whole bunch of them. Right, and went from there. Ryan, did you have jitters at that age? I mean, when you're 
learning to play, but then also performing in front of people. Did you ever go through that? Well, no, it wasn't about until I was like probably nine until okay. I started performing. So I had like four or five years of just <laughs> doing wow. it myself. That's a, when you hear somebody say that, Mike, that's pretty interesting because I mean, a seasoned vet at nine years old, I mean, that's kind of. Yeah, he, it's there's still people like I'm too afraid to go up and do it, and I have no musical background. My wife doesn't either. We just right. I'm not getting up there, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, Ron, you you had to be feeling like you were pretty, you know, you're secure in your abilities at that point, right? You were you were confident. Mm-hmm. Wow, holy smokes, that's awesome. So, do you remember what the first song was you played out in front of people? Do you remember that? Yeah, it was "Hey Jude" by the Beatles. Did you really? You still yeah. do you still play it? No. <laughs> Are you a Beatles fan? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, gotcha. Okay, I want to make sure you didn't lose the love for Beatles over that. That's pretty cool. So you were playing at nine years old. Do you remember the first place you went and played? Uh, it was, I believe it was Beans in the Belfry, one of their open mics. Yeah, that's over in... Um, Brunswick. I've seen that in Brunswick, yeah. Do they still do open mics and things like that? No, I don't believe so. Oh, man. Yeah, gotcha. So... From there, your confidence grew. Did you lean more towards sticking with the classical side of, or did you were you finding this song, sing songwriter kind of thing? Was it better playing more popular music? How how did that work? So I still stayed on like the classical side in the sense that I was still doing finger picking. Like until about two or three years ago, I I haven't done any chords. Right. It was still like classical finger picking and the basis of classical. Just instead of playing a classical piece, it would be the tune to a more popular piece. Gotcha, gotcha. Were you having was your was your courses? Do you still have the same classical teacher? Do you still go to the same person? Uh, no, no. Who who is that now? Do you go to anybody? Uh, I go lessons at my school for PISFA for classical, and then I also take a, like separate lessons at Sloan School of Music. Wow, not for classical though. Dang, you're busy. Holy smokes. Very, very fun. Mike, did you see this growing into what it's becoming now where you're where you're busy traveling around doing all this? You know, the, the past, say, five years has just been a blur. I've just gone by, and each year he kind of branched out a little bit more. Um, you know, we have met so many great musicians along the way and have basically always encouraged them um, because they see their younger selves in him. Right, you know, yeah. Like, you know, if this kid's so young doing it, that they love that, so they've always encouraged. We've met tons of guys around the area um, who have let them, you know, hey, just even open for them or even do a break just to get some more exposure and so forth. Um, so you know, we, we're real appreciative of oh yeah musicians around here. That's one thing we've noticed since being around this is everybody's holding the door open for everybody else. Like everybody wants to help the other the other artists. I think that's wonderful. You, you're feeling that love too. Yeah, that's awesome, man. For for, for goodness sake, now. Tell me a little bit about, do you have influences? Are, are there artists that you look up to that, you know, maybe it might be a classical artist, might be somebody in the more of the pop side. Do you have somebody like that? Uh, a lot of my music that I play now, um, there's a lot of like Tom Petty and the Eagles. Oh, wow. Those are like two artists that I have a lot of music that I play from. And also that their style has kind of influenced me in a way of how I play other songs. Right. Very cool. And, and, so, were you the influence, Mike, on, on on that music? You said you're kind of a grunge guy. So, did you pick up the classic rock through 
how did that work? No, he just, you know, he started, uh, when he first started doing live gigs, like paid gigs wise, he would finger pick for three hours. Right. Like, uh, just, you know, a lot of, a lot of Bob Dylan, Beatles, Johnny Cash, and he could finger pick all that stuff. Um, and then we transitioned over, but my wife and I would always just pitch him different songs um, and just, or we would be out at open mics and he would hear somebody else play a song that he never played before and thought, you know what, I'm going to try that. And that's how the majority of his songs came to a set okay. list. And what sort of songbook do you think you have, Ryan? Do you, you like in your catalog, 50, 60, 70? What do you think? Uh, I think it was 70 when we last checked. 70, wow. That's that's several hours of music, yeah. easily. Wow. Mm-hmm. And when you go out and gig, do you have like a large setup? Do you have a tower that you use to play with? How's your sound system work? How's I work? use a Bose tower. Man, can't beat those things. Nope. Man, growing up carrying that old heavy equipment years ago, man, and then you know, those things now, you know, they weigh you know a third Light. of what they used to weigh, and the sound is insane how great they are. Yeah, it's oh, probably... Yeah, the the tower, the speakers itself, that's probably not even the heaviest thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh, I've been around them so many times, and it's just amazing. I actually did a – I was DJing one time and had my sound system out that I DJ with, and a guy had a Bose tower. I couldn't keep up with it. I couldn't. It was amazing how much power that thing had. It was really incredible. So you just did a gig down in Leesburg. Um, what sort of traveling are you doing? Are you – are you you know – Tri-state kind of thing? How's that working for you? I'm traveling all around. I usually go within like an hour of where I can like stay. Right. Because usually the gigs are at night. So if they're in like within an hour of where I live or maybe within an hour of where my grandparents live, like somewhere as long as it's usually within like an hour or so where I can like stay a night somewhere. I'll gotcha. go. Yeah, okay. That sounds like fun. Do you... You're doing it. I know you're a solo gig when you go out and play like that. Have you had experience playing with other people, groups? Have you had bands or anything like that? Uh, I joined a student band for Sloan School of Music, so I've been part of that. And plus, I like going out to like open jams and open mic nights, so I do get a lot of experience through that. That's cool. Now, do you like both? Like you, you like the individual thing as much as you like the band setting, or do you have one you feel more comfortable than the other? Both have their ups and downs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Individual, I can just work at my own pace, my own time. But band, you can also get like a lot. It sounds a lot better because you also have all the other instruments and everyone working together to create a richer, more like diverse sound instead gotcha. of just a single guitar. Understood. So if I'm hearing correctly, you're writing songs too? Yeah. Man, tell me about that. How's that going? Great. And actually, I believe by the time this podcast goes out, probably within a day before or after, my new song's going to release, Boy and His Guitar, on Spotify and other streaming services. Wow, I did not know that. Is that right? Yes. So literally, they can listen to the podcast and know it's out there, and then they can reach out and get that song. Yeah. That is cool. And the boy and his guitar, is that what you said? Yep. All right, so Ryan, we gotta get to the bottom of this thing. How all right, first of all, when when did when did you start putting songs together yourself? When did that all start? Only about a year ago. Really? Maybe even less. (laughs) So it's new to you. Yeah. Exciting new. Exciting? Yeah, this is the second song I'm releasing, so Okay. Gotcha. What was the first song? Do you remember? 
uh, Come Along and See, and that released in like January of this year. And you can find those on the platforms too. All yep. the Spotify, Spotify, and, and, and iTunes, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, all that. Oh my so. gosh, very, very cool. Where are you doing the recordings of these things? So the first song, I got a scholarship recording for Torchlight Production Studio. I've actually heard of that, yep. Yeah, and they, I got that for free. I didn't have to spend money. And then Boy and His Guitar, I've actually recorded myself in my basement. And so it was a really interesting experience and taught me a lot of not only songwriting, but song production. Sure. Yeah, and I'm really excited. Did you get any coaching on that? Or how, how did you... No. How, really? I kind of just... YouTube, if I needed coaching. <laughs> but oh, I kind of just went on what sounded good. It's not too hard. Wow. I wouldn't even know how to start. Mike, you have to go upstairs or wherever it is where you live and go... This is crazy. This kid is figuring out stuff that I wouldn't have thought. I don't think you would have known about when you were young, his age, right? No, no. I like I said I know nothing about music, and we had just when he started doing the songwriting, um, we just we reached out to a couple musicians like, hey, you know, what do we need? Right. You know, because right. like we, I had no background, and there, there's a, a guy by the name of Todd Brooks who has helped us out tremendously. Um, you know, I reached out to him to like, hey, teach me how to kind of like run sound on a mixer. Uh, and I reached out to him about, hey, what do I need to do, you know, songwriting for Ryan at home and so forth. And he gave me a couple ideas and stuff like that. Um, and we always joke about Ryan um, is that, you know, Todd says, well, you know, he, he's so young. Um, you know, he hasn't had life experiences yet about songwriting. You know, he hasn't broken up with all a whole bunch of girls or hasn't been you know, traveled all around right, the fire. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so we always kid about that. So that was kind of the inspiration that Ryan, you know, it's his, his love is his guitar. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so that's, that's where that song comes from. Well, you actually touched on what I was going to start to talk to Ryan about. I mean, we have a lot of singer songwriters on here, Ryan, and we talk about their inspirations about writing songs. And so often it's like what you said, Mike, it's life experiences, it's pain, it's, it's things that didn't work out in their lives that made them feel a certain way. You're pretty young. Let's ask that too. How old are you? Uh, 14. 14 years old, everybody. And we, you know, at your age, you're still sort of figuring life out. I mean, and that's not your fault. That's just how life is. You know, I didn't know anything at all. I didn't know how to even play an instrument hardly at 14. But what are you finding that inspires you? Is it is it strictly music right now or is there outside interests that are making you feel like you want to put in the song? How's that work? A lot. I I kind of like look at like Eagles or country music. And okay. Like I said earlier, Tom Petty, these things that inspire me. And I kind of take some of their core values that make their songs. Okay. And yeah. then it kind of transforms into my own thing, something I want to write about, like nature or... My guitar. Right, right. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're finding influences all over the place. Very, very cool. Now, when you're writing a song for yourself, are you finding the melody in your head first or, or lyrics? How does that work? Uh, it depends. Sometimes I find lyrics first. Sometimes I get a simple chord structure down. Uh, change it sometimes. Right. Now, do you have more than one idea going at one time? Like, in other words, yeah. you, you think about an idea and you write it down, I'll come back to that. Is that how that works? Yeah. 
And it just depends on the song and how I do it. Sometimes I have, oh, I want these lyrics, or right, I want it yeah. to be about this, or I just want it to sound like this. like. And so it all depends on just how I'm feeling. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, very, very cool. And your two songs that you've got out so far, but I, I'm imagining there's more like are in the works, right? Yeah, I have about six finished now i believe and i'm working on a seventh gotcha very very cool yeah ryan's gonna be playing so he's also been a member of fame the frederick acoustic music enterprise okay, in, frederick, right. frederick, okay. in frederick maryland yeah. um, who you know they've hosted all sorts of open mics um and they've run workshops and so forth and those guys have been great to ryan so they run a songwriter series um this uh, every couple months so in october i believe it's the first friday um, at the theater downtown Frederick, he's going to be the opening act. Um, he's going to have seven songs of all originals. Oh wow! Okay. So he's going. He'd been working up for that, and that was kind of the push. Um, you know, he's he's went through uh, last winter. Uh, Frederick uh, Arts Council. They had a songwriting contest as well. So it kind of pushed him to like, hey, here's something of an idea, and just run with it. So he kind of works under pressure. <laughs> I would say, man. That is, that is for sure. Wow, well, good. Well, that's great. I mean, we got to get to this part of it now, too. I've got so many more questions I want to ask you, but I was wondering, can we talk to you about maybe sharing your gift on air a little bit? Do you think maybe you could do a song or two for us? Sure. Oh, my God. I love it. All right. So we talked about it beforehand. I know you're going to do one of your own. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And then maybe a cover of something? Yep. Okay. You do them in whatever order you want to do, Ryan. You just kind of let me know when you're ready and, uh, and you've got your guitar in hand and kind of ready to go. So, everybody, Ryan Franco, brother. Here we go. Uh, thank you. So I'm actually going to start off with that new song that's going to be releasing. Okay. Hopefully, if everything's right, it should be timed up so they release about the same day. If not, just wait a day and you can hear it on Spotify. But uh, here's a little sneak peek. All right. Buenos Guitar by me. First set eyes on you, I was only five Never knew you was right Here I am many years later And you're still with me Hit the road not knowing where to go Through the darkness to and through through the thick and thin, you always been with me. Lacing up to down, but you never left my side. So let's see one day where we go. With the same old song, just a pointless guitar. Take you places I've never been Grown together and you never let me down Long road ahead, I know where you can see Can't wait to see where you be Through the thick thin, you've always been with me There's been ups and downs, but you never left inside 
So let's see one day where we go the same love song Just a boy and his guitar Hit the road not knowing where to go Through the darkness to and Through the thick thin you always miss me there's an upstairs you never left aside So let's see one day where we go This sing a love song Just a boy and his guitar Through the thick thin you always been with me There's an upstairs but you never left aside So let's see one day where we go this ain't a love song Just a on his guitar All right, man. Ryan Franco, everybody. Ryan, that was fantastic, my man. Thank you. People are going to love that one, Mike, I'm telling you. Right? Oh, yeah. What a great what a great tune, man. I love the tempo and the, the, the sort of the, the attitude of the song, man. I love that. You got a good voice, too, brother. Thanks. Yeah, hell yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. You mentioned, you touched on a while ago. Let's talk about your equipment real quick. That guitar that you're playing, did you say something about your your guitar? Or you you have something with the construction of that guitar? Oh no, it's just okay. I it's just I meant like I bought and owned it. Oh, it wasn't gotcha. from my friend. Okay, this, gotcha. This is actually this is a Beard guitar uh, made by Paul Beard down in Hangerstown. Oh, They're a okay. Really great guitar manufacturer. Um, they make not only do they make these guitars, but they also make they're also very good and skilled at resonators. Okay. Which is actually what they started on, and I would really recommend checking them out. They're amazing. And they're in Hagerstown. Yeah. They have they make guitars for all sorts of people. Two uh, members of the Eagles. Eagles. So when Vince Gill plays acoustic, he plays a beer guitar. Uh, uh, Zach, Billy Strings. Billy Strings just got way... Jeez. Had a brand new one hand-built by Mr. Beard. Um, Zach Brown plays, when he plays, I think it's Sweet Annie... Uh, he plays the beard acoustic, and he, some of the members of Zach Brown's band. Yeah. They actually have a page on their website where you can check out all the cool people that they make guitars for. Wow, I'm so glad I asked that question. That worked yeah. out well. <laughs> but it's a great sounding guitar, and you know, and obviously you like the way it plays. It seems yeah. very smooth to you to play. Of course, you're accomplished, but man, it's a great looking guitar. Anyway, what else you got for us? Uh, I'll probably do a cover. Um, to show some of my the other end of my spectrum. So that was more like soft and country. So yeah. this is a sweet chat of mine. Oh, right. It's going to be acoustic, though. So hope you enjoy. Oh, man. Here we go. Ryan Franco, everybody. Everything was a fresh chance of baboon sky 
see her face, she takes me away to that special place. And if I stay too long, I break down and cry. Whoa, whoa, sweet child of mine. Whoa, oh, 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 sweet love of And if they thought we afraid Wait to look into those eyes And see the answer there It reminds me of what's a face Where as a child I Wait for thunder and the rain To quietly pass me by Thank you. I love that, man. That's got to be a showstopper when you play it out live, right? Yep. <laughs> Mike, people are ages just eat that up, don't we? Oh, yes. I mean, it, that just takes me back to my youth. It know? does, man. And what a great arrangement. Like I said, you know, you sort of put that together in your own style. Yep. It feels good, man. That, that was really, really great. Uh-huh. I like to do that for a lot of songs. Yeah. yeah for, Make like, them your own, right? Yeah, like Friend of the Devil, Grateful Dead. I don't play chords most of the song I play. And I kind of just improvise as I go along. So kind of unique for yeah. every time I play it, which is really cool. Yeah, so your your, your classical background comes out into this performance. Mm-hmm. People probably don't even realize what you're doing, but that's pretty cool. So I'm going to go a couple of different questions here before we move on You know, towards the end of the show. First of all, current influences. Do you? I know you're doing a lot of stuff that's my generation, older songs, which thank God you're doing that. 
But is there anything new, current right now that you hear? Go, man, that's very interesting. Or, or are you still just kind of fading towards the stuff that's been released for a while? Uh, I'm more fading towards stuff that's released a while. I've been getting a little more like Blues Traveler. There you go. That's okay, a bit yeah. more recent. Yeah. I don't know, thirty years probably, but. Oh man, uh, they had some great music too. I mean, that's some some really cool arrangements. I love that band too. That's yeah, cool. but yeah, I've been doing. I've been trying to do a little more of them, and so I've done in the past like years. So I've added a lot more like nineties, two thousands. Have you really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. That I haven't had really pretty much any before because I've been expanding. I begged him for years. Finally, I can get him a, a couple nineties, some Pearl Jam. There you go. And Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your high school. It's interesting to me. So Barbara Ingram School for the Arts is a public high school in Washington County. Okay. It's in downtown Hagerstown. And it's run so it's run through the school system, but it also has its own separate charity organization called the Bisfa Foundation. Okay. Which helps fund the school. So the school the school is funded not only through the normal government school system, sure. but through the charity organization, meaning that it's really kept up to date. We got instruments, equipment, everything we need. Um, the school actually expanded about only a few years ago, and so now we have everything is in one giant building, and it's great. Wow. The high school is actually by audition only. Okay, okay. So even yeah. though it's a public high school... Not everyone can just get in. You sure. have to apply, and they'll only accept a certain percentage of people every year. Wow. I am sad to say that I did not know it existed, but I'm glad that it does. How cool is that? Mike, man, you know, that's a great opportunity for, for people like Ryan, right? I mean, the BISFA school is just, it's targeted for kids who... Who want not just you know he like, he is the only freshman guitar player this year. Really accepted. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Um, there's only a handful of guitar players, but there's singers, there's dancers, there's creative writing, there's uh, there's computer coding and stuff yeah, like that. The computer games and animation. Um, there's drama. There's theater. There's visual arts. Yeah, I mean though that type of school and plus the building itself is right. It's downtown Hagerstown, right next to the Maryland Theater. That's what I was getting ready to ask. Okay. So they have direct access into there. They have and they they do tons of shows and they get to bring you know people in for and the kids go there like you have to audition and it, it's a high cut rate and you're there because you want to be there. Right. And that's the difference. Those kids excel. Yeah, wow. we actually, it's actually, recently they added a connection to the Maryland Theater, so you can actually walk from Bisfa into the Maryland Theater without ever having to go wow. outside. Man, congratulations, first of all, for being a freshman guitarist and making it into the school, but what an opportunity, that's just mind-blowing. I'm so glad that public school systems are recognizing the opportunities they can give to people like you, Ryan. I think that's great. Yes. Yeah, the BISF Foundation, it's a great foundation that's funding the school and what it does, and it's just, it's great. <laughs> the school talent show has to be unbelievable. <laughs> so, yeah, the school, we put on tons of, I don't think it's a talent show, but you're <laughs> yeah, required, sure. you're actually required to do performances. Really? And then they also have the optional musical, which they put on in the Maryland Theater, and it's this big event every year. Oh my gosh. I, I, I'm knocked to the floor right now. It's so impressive, for sure, for sure, no doubt about it. Um, 
So before, and I know you're kind of thinking about it here, I was wondering if I could ask a favor, Ryan. And, and sure. you can tell me no, okay? You can definitely tell me no, and it won't it won't hurt us at all. But I was wondering, if I, can I get you to do one more? Would you be willing? Sure. I'm going to let you pick. You can do a, a one of your own. You can do a cover. Whatever you want to do. But you know what? I, I'm enjoying the heck out of you playing. I'd like to have one more if you can do it. Uh, of course. I'll let you pick. Ryan Franco, everybody. This is Rambler Man. Oh, okay. By Allman right. Brothers Man. You probably know, know this. Yeah, we know that one. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, man. No no doubt. Okay. So we got to fi- figure out a few things before we get out of here. First of all, how do people get in touch with you about your music or getting in touch with you about getting you to come play? How's that work? Well, the best way for anyone, if they just want to listen or book me or something, is through my website, which is ryanfrancomusic.com. Okay. That has links to all my gigs, all my social media places, YouTube, um, Spotify, and it's just the homepage for anything me. Right. Gotcha. So if you want that spelled out, it's R-Y-A-N-F-R-A-N-K-O-M-U-S-I-C. 
M U S I C. Yeah. Right. Music. Yeah, that's all right. Dot com. And so, yeah. You could probably just look up my name, Ryan Franco, with a K. Right. And it'll, that'll probably be the first result if okay. you don't want to type in that to the search bar. And you definitely got to do that because you got a new release coming out within yeah. the next day or so. So let's not forget about that. Mm-hmm. Folks, make and, sure you reach out to get that. And then just looking up Ryan Franco Music. Again, same way how I spelled it earlier. Um, about into just any social media. That's going to get you my social media account. Look that up in Spotify. Look that up in Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever. Gotcha. And that will get cool. you me. Very, very cool. Um, what's What do you see going forward? What's the future look like now? You got I know you got gigs booked, I'm sure. But what's going on? Yeah, I know you're going to graduate with honors. I already know that. So what do you got planned? Uh, I'm, I, I'm planning on just expanding my music career, see where this goes, getting more gigs, getting gigs at like better places, yeah. um, working with my band, and doing good at school with all the new opportunities that my school is going to provide me That's right. as the school year starts to pick up speed. Is there any places around Ryan that you had your eye on locally? Like, man, I'd love to go play there. Has there been, been any of those? Mike, maybe you know something. I don't know. Most of them I've actually gotten into play. Have you really? Okay, yeah. cool. Every year we kind of we expand a little bit. We're from Washington County, Maryland. And, right. You know, the first year we only just did a couple there. And then then we made our way over into Frederick County, Maryland. Um, you know, and then Loudoun County, there's, there's so many wineries and breweries over there. And in 2021, he was, they have a, a actually just had this past year's event. Uh, it's called Loco Fest. It's yeah. held at 868 Vineyards. Yeah. So the 2021, Ryan was one of the rising stars that Oh, year. cool. Okay. Um, so that, those guys are great, which is a great, uh, event that gives back equipment to musicians. Um, so then that got him noted, you know, in Loudoun County. And then we, he just got done last week and he played up in Gettysburg for the Gettysburg Rocks Festival. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we, 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 we try to expand, you know, and just get his name out there and just, you know, whoever's willing, you know, just take a chance. Yeah. You know, the, the, he'll, he'll, you know, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Speaking of Local Fest, this past Monday, Labor Day, I was actually playing for the Local Fest Kids um, Festival, which is the day after Local Fest. Right. And yeah, that was great. It's great to be on the big stages again, having the huge crowds, and that was just a great time. I'm very thankful for the people who put on both versions of Local Fest. Oh, man. They're great charity organizations. That's a great shout out. I'm glad you did. Congratulations. It had to be a lot of fun. You know, you mentioned he was a rising star in 2021, so you're roughly 12. (laughs) I'm trying to get my head around that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. I mean, literally, I was out playing with army men when I was 12. I mean, I'm not playing the guitar in front of people. That's crazy. That's very, very cool, man. Congratulations. So how about people that help support you? You want to give a shout-out where we're You got brothers, sisters, you got mom, anything like that? What do you want to do? Yeah, I got my family, all my mom, dad. They love to hear they their name. They help take to me to all my gigs. My dad helps a lot with, like, social media, posting out all my gigs and stuff. Right. It's really good. Uh, my sister Emily, she's there very nice. There you go, Emily. All right. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of good in- individuals in the community that I've met. They've all been really kind to me. They've helped me on my journey. I wouldn't have been there without them. There's just so many people that have helped me on my journey, and I'm and I'm thankful for every one of them. Oh man, that's so heartfelt. I'm glad to hear you say that, man. That shows very big maturity on your part. 
Because it is a lot of work, Mike, right? I mean, you have a lot of weekends you're doing stuff, right? Uh, he, he's booked up most weekends. And just even every day, like, he will... He'll do something musically, whether yeah. it's just review for an upcoming gig he's got, or even just uh, you know trying to finish songwriting stuff, or even you know just vocal stuff. He does something musically every day, right. you know, and right. it's you don't have to push him, you know, and that's a great thing. Like I, I keep losing more of my downstairs uh, to the kids, <laughs> you know. Now the like I said the the downstairs bedroom is has all his stuff, so when people come over, we got to move everything around, but you know it's it's worth it. So. Well, Ryan, what do we miss, brother? What what did I miss on this whole conversation you want to make sure people know about? Anything? I think we just about covered did everything. Okay. Yeah, you've been a great host. Thank uh, you. Yeah, well, you're more than welcome. One thing I do want to ask you, once you get another year under your belt, let's do this again. Is that cool? Sure, yeah. We'll catch up with you again, find out what's going on. You'll probably have more releases by then. Uh-huh. And we'll try to get them out there for you and... Uh, and if you know folks over there that, that would like to be part of the show, man, make sure you spread the word. We'd be glad to have them on, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to meet up like a year or two, and we can kind of look back, see what's changed. That's my plan, is to catch up with people, especially the younger artists like you guys. You know, I want to see what's going on, because you guys are like mediators, man. Everybody's taking off in a big hurry, and it's really very, very cool. But thank you so much for taking the time, you and Mike, for making a trip over and, and hanging out here with us and, and telling us your story. And folks, don't forget to get in touch with Ryan. Ryan... Uh, Franco Music, Franco spelled with a K. Uh, make sure that you, you check him out online and, and support him. And if you see that he's playing nearby, make sure you get a group of people and go down and say hello and tell you heard about him on the show or whatever you want to do. Just make sure you're su- supporting Ryan. So, buddy, we appreciate you. Appreciate your talent. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for being here too, man. Uh, we're we're glad to it. be here. Thank you. Before we get out of here, though, i got to answer that question. And people are going to want to know about that. The question of the show, again, had to do with uh, our recently departed Jimmy Buffett. And the question, once again, was what was Jimmy's um, first song to crack the Billboard 100? And believe it or not, that song was Come Monday. That was a song that he did back in 1974. It was Mm -hmm. the first one to crack the Billboard Top 100. He had more, of course, but that was the very first. And so Godspeed to Jimmy Buffett. And that is the song of, or pardon me, of the question of the show. So if you got that right riding in your car, congratulations. Folks, we appreciate you taking time to join us here on the Musicians Cafe again. We're sorry about the little glitches that we had, but we'll make it better, I promise. If you're out there riding around in that left lane, you're killing me. Somebody sent something over to me the other day and told me that if I have to pass you on the right side, you're an idiot. And they're exactly right. But until we meet again, peace.